0: To curtain jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver and I'm Steve Sears, and this is a special gets jerked episode of Three Ninjas High, High Noon, Noon at, at Mega, Mega Mountain. Mountain. Oh man, did you hear how fun that title was? Yeah,
1: you know I remember when I first heard about this movie and I read the back. Let me re- I read the back of the DVD case. Uh, While well, at their favorite amusement park, Mega Mountain, the three ninja brothers witnessed the kidnapping of TV action superstar Dave Dragon and meet up against evil Lothar Zog and his kid-hating boss, Medusa, who want to hold the park hostage. The three ninja brothers must strike back with a vengeance.
0: Now, these uh, these listeners don't even know who all these characters are. That's
1: true. That's the DVD back cover. I remember reading the you back get, cover on the VHS. It did say
0: who pl- who played these characters. You I thought just, we no, I thought we'll that. reveal that okay. in a second. That'll be a surprise. Okay.
1: I remember reading the back of the VHS copy and they really made it sound like Hulk Hogan <gasps>
0: reveal <laughs> what <laughs> Oh man, I bet he's Medusa.
1: <laughs> is playing uh is an old washed up like T V star and this is his chance at redemption. And then watching the movie it was not nearly as heartfelt or like complicated as that.
0: No, it's not what exists now on T N A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the time we're saying this in recording, that might not be the case anymore. Yeah, I don't know who what's. Knows.
1: Who knows what when? Whenever you hear this, if TNA, it's like a time capsule. Like, is TNA
0: still around? Any day that we talk about TNA, it's like, well, tomorrow might be a different day. Yeah, everybody. Hogan may have just gone fuck it. Vince. Call, hey Vince, I, I need you back. Yeah, I need you back. <laughs> like you left me, asshole. I need you back, Vince. Yeah, Vince, come back to me, baby. Um. Yes, we watched. Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Um, now, I, I'll say this: for our UK listeners, they might not be familiar with the Three Ninja film franchise.
1: Uh, you know, I, don't I know. think
0: that's a pretty fair bet. That's a fair bet. I would also
1: bet maybe they're the reason the f- it's it's called a franchise is because of our UK listeners. <laughs> Like they say, uh, I never quite know. It's not an insult. Uh, I'm just saying things get picked up elsewhere, you know?
0: I don't think this got picked up anywhere because if it I did, th- the, the, the Japanese version of, of these movies would be rad because those are the kids that are doing in the first place. That They always cut to the stuntman of the kids doing something elaborate. That's true. And it's some Asian guy or a Asian child that's just awesome. I think the, uh, the Asian equivalent of this would be called Three Cowboys. Ooh, and they're shooting guns, but yeah. then it's a white kid in there shooting a gun.
1: Yeah, every time they cut to the cut to the stuntman. <laughs> every
0: time they cut to the stuntman, <laughs> cut to the stuntman. Um, okay. God, how do you set these movies up? All right, the 3 Ninjas movies. I saw the first 3 Ninjas movie in the theater. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. All right, let me see if I can if I can pull this up a little bit. I remember I've seen the first one. These 3 Ninja movies are about three kids that are trained by their grandfather, Victor Wong, who uh, the majority Vic- of people know. Now, Victor know. Wong
1: is portraying a character in this film, right? He's not playing Victor Wong?
0: No, well, Victor Wong is Egg Shen. Yeah, okay, so he's just Victor Wong. Um, Victor Wong is most notably known in uh, Big, Trouble, uh, Big right? Trouble in Little China as Egg Shen. Uh, he's got that sort of bulgy one eye, and then uh, he's just hes hilarious. He he's sounds like fun- Mako
1: I- from Conan... Uh, Conan O'Barberia. Oh, O-bar- he sounds like Barry. another
0: Asian guy? Well, they have the same voice They gets real loud. Oh, Mako. Uh, and then he's also uh, for, in The Golden Child, one of my personal favorites, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. See a little nigga man running around with a $50 bill? I'm going to kick your ass when I find you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me see. Okay, Three Ninjas came out in 1992. Then, in 1994, Three Ninjas kicked back. Which I then, did not see. Oh, you didn't see that did one? Did you see Kickback? I don't. I might have seen like clips of that one i saw one I at never that saw point two. i was in high school brother yeah man i ain't got time for three ninjas man i was 12 before that and then i was in high school and i had to get rejected by ladies
1: then uh excuse me sir are you thinking about uh renting a three ninjas this evening pardon me but
0: i'm a freshman in high school <laughs> Are you interested in leasing a Cadillac? I need to use your phone so that way I can call my mom and get a ride home. Oh, uh, your pager is going out. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and then some some brilliant executive mind said, all right, Three Ninjas kick back in 1994. Three Ninjas knuckle up 1995. Oh, so is that, that's the third one. That's the third one. Wow. And what we have done is we've watched the fourth one. Jeez. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. I don't. I I could attempt to look this up. This might be a little difficult because the kids in this one are not the same kids that were in the original. No, they are not. Uh, do you remember Surf Ninjas with Leslie Nielsen? Yes, and Rob Schneider and Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh, that's right. Yes, Ernie Reyes Jr. was the head Surf Ninja, right? Yeah, he was the one that could do ninja stuff, <laughs> and then there was his two brothers. Yes, that friends. didn't look like each other at all. Yeah, I think I think at least one set were brothers, and whether Rob Schneider was just he was just hanging out the buddy, yeah. But there was a video game of it that they were playing, like the kid plays and it happens. Oh, like they released the that's a good no, like in. it no it it ha- like there is a game Surf Ninjas within the movie, and the kid's playing it, and I remember he's doing stuff. He's playing the game, and then that stuff is happening to Leslie Nielsen. Oh, weird, it's just 90s weird mess bullshit. Um, I don't know, I can't keep track if these kids are all the same throughout which movies are no, not. No, they're
1: not the same. By the third one, they decided they just get kids who could do a, a lot of karate stuff,
0: yeah. But we're in the fourth one, so bad, bad news all over it. So the special, so the kids are different. The kids, wait are a minute, why did we
1: even watch this movie?
0: Well, I'm getting that. So well, I was, I was, I was going to say the, the main ch- children uh, seem to be not aging at all, but it's Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum, aka Sincara, Rey Mysterio, and Suicide. Yeah, you would think it'd be Colt, might be Colt Cabana. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, so you got these three uh, uh, goofy kids. Uh, Tum Tum is the littlest one, and he eats a lot. Yeah. That's his whole thing. Like he just eats a bunch. But it looks like a toddler fighting, which is very uncomfortable. It's very strange. Colt is the middle one. He's the cool one. It's your
1: Raphael. Yeah, he's like your Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But who is not – It wasn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas
0: in any of them. And then your oldest one you got is Rocky, who now is going to turn 15. He's got to start thinking about getting a job. Getting some wheels so he can pick up some chicks. Yeah, he's not thinking about being a ninja anymore with his brother because he's getting tired of being a ninja. So we open up on this movie with Victor Wong, who is their grandfather – who, I'll say it, he, he's looking like JR at this point. He's looking like good old Jim Ross because he's been hit with some Bell's Palsy bad.
1: He doesn't have Bell's Palsy, does he? Look, I
0: mean, you saw his face. Like, it's the same Scott, sort of that's contorted. that's acting. That's acting. Well, it, uh, he was acting like his face hurt a lot and didn't have much mouth movement. Uh, this was his last film by the way. I looked it. It was. Up. <laughs> wow. Uh, by sucks. the way, he set up an amazing
1: training course for the ninjas <laughs> like in this giant warehouse that's by his farmhouse. It was yes.
0: so cool. Yeah, these tires that they didn't run these uh wooden that swords that would drop
1: will... when you ran past them and then there was these fireworks these bat like these baseball flames these baseball bat windmills. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, and f- uh, shooting up flames that will possibly burn your grandchildren. Yeah, he's a great grandpa. So we find out that they're they're excellent ninjas they're so good at this point yet they have the fault of not being able to ninja in the dark That's right you turn on you turn off the lights and they're complete retards
1: Yeah they're like they swing
0: at nothing They call them uh, in the ninja community they call them daytime ninjas <laughs> They just fall down they're really dumb mm-hmm. So they go home and but they have a big trip planned up but before we see this big trip that's going to happen we see their Their TV hero, and by their TV hero, I mean... Our TV hero. (laughs) Yeah, just Tum Tums, because the other one's not watching, right? Isn't it just him? Yeah. The other ones don't give a shit because one wants a car. They gotta
1: worry about getting a car, getting some wheels, getting some chicks. And And Colt Colt has some sort of...
0: Weird hair issues. Looking out the window,
1: thinking about his life.
0: (laughs) I'm the middle one. So we are introduced to Dave Dragon, who all of you know as Hulk Hogan. That's awesome. right. Has to play a character with the same first initials in both oh, names. Oh, alliteration!
1: So you know it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah,
0: Dave Dragon, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has some sweet hair. Uh, oh, whoa, that is filled in on the cover because so? it's thin. Yeah, like when you watch the movie, it's it's a thin, it's a realistic-ish looking wig on top of his head. Like it's thin blonde hair, but you can see through it. This on the cover of the box, that's just filled in that's just luscious that's yeah. that's funny he's
1: tearing the own, he's tearing through the poster he's so excited
0: so imagine he has a show that kind of is like a power ranger show except he's the lead power ranger that never transforms like with a helmet or anything like that he's just an all-american dude with black gloves and this weird belt around his chest where he's got a fist on it and then like Red ninja It's pants. the closed fist way, Scott. Truth, honor, respect,
1: endurance, and teamwork.
0: Are those really them? I think so. Maybe oh. not endurance. Holy shit. All right. Yeah, he's got his five rules that are more than uh, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and, uh, uh, you know. Touch the pythons if you're ready. <laughs> Touch them. <laughs> um. Touch the pythons, baby, if you're ready. Touch them. If so, you're ready. So he's very close to what he's uh, already portraying as the character. Not a real stretch for him. Yeah, but what is this? This is 96? No, 98. What was he doing in 98? I was graduating high school, motherfucker. What are you doing? Uh, at was, that point, he was... I was leaving high school and saying, hey, he was, it's time to not still go out with... Me. No, that's not true. I had a girlfriend for what a What was bit. he
1: doing in 98?
0: Who, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, was he showing up in
1: WCW on Nitro every, like... Nine weeks,
0: yeah, that was that was a uh, nitro time. He was Hulk Hogan in mm-hmm. it, and WCW Hollywood in it.
1: That, this is the Hollywood part of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Is this movie that
0: was, yeah, he started being NWO Hollywood Hulk Hogan in '96. I don't know when it ended. I didn't see much WCW. This should be on you, yeah. You were a WCW guy. I guess I was.
1: <laughs> I spent so much time at the power plant trying to buy
0: Gatorade <laughs> and get some power bars because it was right by my bus stop. This makes me wonder about Hulk Hogan's. Career when he was doing this stuff because he thinned down a lot for this. Well, in that time period, Thunder in Paradise, like all that stuff that all the other stuff that he was doing, he was a lot thinner in frame. Well, Scott, that's just because at house shows, he was doing a lot more technical work, is it? (laughs) Or is it because when he had to do jump kicks and shit like that, they have to find someone that looks like him? So to find a 300 plus pound body double is damn near impossible. I'm just kidding. Hulk Hogan doesn't do house shows. Check his contract. (laughs) Well, I mean. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's fight scenes are pretty amazing because when he's fighting and the camera zoomed in on him when he's punching, he's awesome. Yeah. And then cut far away, weird,
1: semi- weird wig, I found out jump kicks. Uh, so that other guy is Craig Shugart, who is I think Hulk Hogan's like go-to uh, stunt guy because he's really? also in the Thunder in Paradise films. Well, speaking the- of which, I should point out, well, I am an unabashed fan of the Thunder in Paradise TV show <laughs> and the original film. Uh,
0: I am not. It's a good show, man. I I just I remember Night seeing Rider one of them in Florida
1: on the water.
0: Well, I didn't watch Night Rider either. They even
1: had an underwater prison episode where Does they, they even have to play fight, an old cop. I think Sting is in it. They go to an underwater prison and Sting is there. It's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, Sting's a bad guy. Uh. That might have been Sequest, but I'm almost positive it was Thunder. Oh, Paradise. Sting
0: was the dolphin in Sequest. Oh man, he is a great actor. Well, wait, what's his name? Craig Shugart. Shugart. Well. The Rolodex is at Craig Schugart. You wanted to call him, see how he's doing. Well, yeah, I've never talked to the guy, but apparently you seem to know about him. Yeah, let's call him up. Oh, it's ringing.
2: Uh, hey, uh, who is it? uh
1: hello, Mr. Mr. Shugart.
2: Oh, God, yeah, don't talk us so a lot.
1: Mr. Shugart?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. hi.
1: Hi, uh, Mr. Shugart, this is the Comedy Wrestling Podcast. God, I don't Kirk. have
2: enough money to pay you guys. Look, all right, just give me a couple more months.
1: What? Oh, oh, Mr. Shugart, Mr. Shugart, Shugart, this isn't about money. Oh, God.
2: Oh, isn't it? Isn't everything about money? Oh, look, just give me a little bit more time, all right? The missus uh, has left. Where's my kid? All right, I don't know where the kid is. Look, just give me a little bit more time.
1: Mr. Shugart, we're fa- we just recently saw the film Three Ninjas, and we wanted to- I'm not to in sa-
2: that movie. What? I'm not in that movie. You can check the records. I'm not in Three Ninjas.
1: I'm almost sure you are.
2: No, no. I was... uh, Well, funny enough, I was in one of the later releases. I was in um, Three Ninjas... I knew to make a mountain, but no, I. God, if I could be in the original of anything, that'd be fantastic and just build a franchise from there.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry. I meant uh, Three Ninjas. We're talking. We wanted to talk to you about your film career. Who's
2: we? God, I don't have the money. Look, if it's something about the girl, I don't know what happened to her. I thought she was of age.
1: Mr. Shugart, Mr. Shugart, we just wanted to talk to you about the movies you've been in. God, look. It uh, has nothing to do with money, Mr. Shugart.
2: Sell like cops. Look, I didn't do nothing, all right? Look, I thought she was of age.
1: Mr. Shugart, we're outside of your apartment right now. Oh, Christ. Listen to me. All right. If you just answer a few of our questions, we'll leave you alone. I want this flush? Why want this? Why want this cocaine flush? Listen, hey, listen to me. Uh, Take it easy. Right. Just answer a few of our questions, okay? Oh, God, I just need a drink. Were you focus Mr. Shugart. Oh, God. Were you, or were you not, Hulk Hogan stuntman?
2: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The hoaxster. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go way back, me and him.
1: Yeah. we were what? buddies, me and that guy. He stopped calling me. Just got too big. Got too, he said he didn't need me anymore. Uh, do you recall working on Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain? I do
2: recall working on uh, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. I recall having those kids having to let all- them beat up all my friends. All my friends who are professional fighters, professional stuntmen, and children having to beat them up. Do you know how humiliating that is? you know what that could do to a man? I d- I... Do you know how much drinking and how much coke and how many hookers and how many dead hookers and
0: how much cat choking you have to do in order to get through a day? I, Sir, I've never had to ever think about cat choking. I have to a cat
2: right now in order to feel alive.
1: Is that what that sound is? I, I, you, you
2: die so I may live. You die so I may live. You know I'm sorry, my name so I made Mr. Shugart, Mr. Mr.
1: Shugart. Look at my ass. Mr. Shugart. Huh? What? Mr. Shugart. You guys want a dead cat? What? No. Six bucks. No. Six bucks. Where? What? I had to call. I had to call Florida to get a hold of you. How am I supposed, How am I? Uh, how am I ever supposed to get a cat from you for six bucks? The shipping. You're outside alone. my
0: apartment. What? Whoa, 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 whoa! You're not outside my apartment. Uh, Mr. Mr. Shugart. Mr. Shugart.
1: Ain't nobody there! Mr. Shugart, we're in a van across the street.
2: Oh, all right. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, we're watching
2: you. I got to chop up this body.
1: No, don't. don't, No need to do that.
2: I
0: know you're somebody's daughter. I know you're somebody's daughter, but I got to chop you up. Mr. Shugart, listen to me. What? Mr. Shugart, don't hurt anyone. All right? Oh, you mean like those kids hurt my pride?
1: Yeah, I was about to say, uh, it seemed and like... Hulk
0: Hogan, he left me for dead. It seemed
1: like Tum Tum, the little boy, He was he working pretty stiff? It looked like he was working pretty stiff. What's that kid uh, broke broke my tailbone. You broke your tailbone? You broke my tailbone. Your
2: coccyx? Yeah, my coccyx. I've never been able to do martial arts correctly again. And that's what I'm hired
0: for is martial arts. Because Hulk Hogan can't do martial arts. That's what I do. You were fantastic I in can't Three Ninjas High. Noon at I can't mountain. jump kick anymore, all thanks to Tum Tum. That little fuck-fuck. <laughs> very, very good, Mr. Shugart. That little fuck-fuck. If I ever see Tum-Tum, I'm going to shoot him, and I'm going to strangle his cat. Hey, Mr. Shugart, uh,
1: Who is this? This is the Curtain Jerks Comedy Wrestling Podcast. This is not a prank phone call we actually wanted to interview. Thank you for joining us on our program.
0: It's been a pleasure. Could you mail me $6? I'll see what I can do. Thank you very much.
1: Whoa. Exclusive interview <laughs> with Craig Schugart.
0: Wow. All right. So back to the film. Uh, and, Craig, if you're listening to this, uh, I hope things get better. Yeah. Uh, all I love from Curtain Sharks. So we have evil villains that are planning on infiltrating an amusement park. And not just any amusement park, Mega Mountain. And not just any villains. Lonnie Anderson. Who plays Medusa.
1: And the immortal. But, well, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. The Lothar Zog, her her right hand henchman. And uh keeper of our hearts, Jim Varney. Yes, Jim Varney who played Ernest. Yeah. Oh famously played Ernest. Very funny actor and comedian. Lonnie Anderson, um, boy. She was very on, sexy. She's on WKRP in Cincinnati. Other than that, I don't know what Lonnie Check Anderson, the
1: IMDB. What else she do? She uh,
0: besides Burt Reynolds.
1: Hey oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Lonnie Anderson. Um, I didn't know anything about Lonnie Anderson growing up. All I knew was that she was in the tabloids a lot with Burt Reynolds.
0: Yeah, and right away it says actress W. Carpy in Cincinnati. Um, oh shit! Like <laughs> known for W. Carpy in Cincinnati, Three new- <laughs> Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, and A Night at the Roxbury. And then it's just wow, shit you've just never heard of. So she's a very pretty lady, um, and. Apparently gets paid for that, and she talks well. Yeah. Um. So they're the. V- oh, but Jim Varney was awesome. Yes. He. Uh, there. So th- we got our villains, and now the the three ninjas. Um. They have a trip of going to Mega Mountain. Yeah, for Tum Tum's birthday. Yeah, because they're tired of being ninjas. They just want to be kids, and Grandpa's all upset. And um. So they go and they meet some girl in their neighborhood that's moving in, and she's a high tech wizard with gadgets and computer know how. So. That won't come into play or anything like that. Um, so they Her go dad's the in the
1: special effects business. <laughs>
0: yeah, which I thought her dad was Tom Savini. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, so they go. Uh, just have a hypersexualized Tom Savini show up.
1: <laughs> Cock
0: gun. Yeah. Uh, so they go to Mega Mountain. And meanwhile, the bad guys are infiltrating Mega Mountain from the ocean. We don't know where they are. We don't know where Mega Mountain is. I assume they're on a coast. Yeah, we assume they're on a coast. I saw somebody wearing a Nebraska sweatshirt. You saw saw somebody wearing a... Bulls sweatshirt. So I don't know where Mega Mountain exists because at times we see that it's on an ocean and at other times it is not. Um, So they they infiltrate through jet skis and then go underneath through the water, like under the subterranean park that is below the land. uh, And... That's when this movie goes from zero to 35. Just instantly. Instantly. This movie uh, becomes diehard for children. Yeah, these uh, the bad guys have
1: AK-47s. They wear Hawaiian shirts and sunglasses, and they take over every facet of this
0: park. I mean, Scott, it
1: is a tactical takedown of an entire park. They got the whole thing down on lock.
0: And they've got every single type of character as a part of the bad guys.
1: Yeah, they've got uh, CJ, the cliched Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I think CJ stands for. <laughs> he even wears the hat and has very big dreadlocks. Oh, yes. Uh, who are the other guys? You've
0: got the three cousins. The three cousins. Of, of Lonnie oh, Anderson. Surprising
1: cameo. Find out who this guy's name was. Okay. The camp counselor... From
0: salute your shorts. As you know, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, there's that tie-in that I knew Sponge in high school when I was too busy and no pussy. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Oh, didn't we we we
1: thought that was he in drama? Did you guys go out for the same projects?
0: What, me and the camp counselor? No, you and Sponge. Yeah, me and Sponge auditioned for uh, for Dracula, and I got the part. Of Renfield? Mm-hmm. And he got the t- the national TV show. <laughs> yeah, he just showed up in a bunch of cool shit is all. Kirk Bailey. Kirk Bailey. Kirk Bailey was uh, Kevin
1: Ugly. Man, magnificent. He was magnificent. He was a great, bumbling
0: goon, henchman. Wait a second, wait a second. Oh, my God. Okay. Apparently, this guy, on looking on IMDb, he does additional voices. He is an additional voice in the Call, the WWE film, The Call. Wow! What the fuck kind of world? Weird world is this. This is amazing. So yeah, he th- this guy is also in this movie. is in uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain. He plays Carl. Plays Carl. Oh, Carl, cousin Carl. Yeah, and then there's also so a, the the three
1: cousins should be described. There's him. Uh, there's a guy who looks like Steve Perry from Journey, mm-hmm. complete with weird Steve Perry black hair wig. Yes, and then no, I'm not fucking shitting you, Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt er like a like he like two Bray Wyatts combined,
0: like duct tape to each other because this dude's fat.
1: He was big, but he looked just but like that's Bray, Bray Wyatt. What was funny about him, Hawaiian because shirt, he's a fat guy, black pants, t shirt. All you need was a little uh, corn cob hat.
0: But they, they take over the park like like diehard. They're taking over Nakatomi Plaza, but this is Mega Mountain. Yeah, it's so they've got machine guns everywhere. They
1: go up to people like who are watching over the rides, and they just beat them up. And then they take over. They take over the rides. So what could be scary if you were a kid, Scott. Like ready to get on the teacups at Disneyland, and suddenly this guy with no teeth takes over, and he starts cranking up the speed
0: on the teacups well that's the fear you're gonna spill your tea <laughs> that's the fear so everybody's so concerned that oh my god they have machine guns and they're gonna take over the park and they're gonna they're gonna kill people they're gonna do something bad but why scott why scott why are they taking over the park well because from the owner of the park uh the mr uh, i jotted down his name here the owner of the park they're they're getting from harry jacobson He's being blackmailed for $10 million. Lonnie
1: Anderson wants him to get the money and drop it off via helicopter in the middle of the park. Yes. Hopefully it takes place in the last 15 minutes of the movie.
0: Because if he doesn't do it, they're going to slightly increase the speed of the rides. Making the risk of lawsuits
1: become astronomical, and Harry Jacobson hates the idea of lawsuits.
0: That's where this movie goes. The movie truly goes to a place where if... You don't pay me ten million dollars. We've taken over your park. We will make people mildly uncomfortable. Yeah, we'll make them uncomfortable. We'll make them sick, and they will talk badly about your park. Hey, there's no. And that's good, it. There's no good press like bad press. That's it. That's all they're gonna do. That's and they want ten million dollars for it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is it. They're not—oh, it's it's so fucking ludicrous, like, this idea of that's— Little did
1: they know, they locked up that park. They locked it down with three ninjas and a tech nerd girl
0: in there. <laughs> and a uh, washed-up TV star, Dave Dragon, looking for redemption. Yeah. You know, as we get more into this movie, I think it's important that we, we talk to um, a very important person that—before we— we did this. We, we wanted to chat with someone. And we wanted to, to say, secure
1: a guest for this Gets Jerked episode. Now, you
0: know who this person is. But you know who this person is. We wanted to talk to... Tum Tum. Yes. You wanted to talk to Tum Tum. Because he was the character that you thought was most interesting. Um, and it's not been played by the same guy. And as you said before, it looked like that kid worked really stiff. Like yeah, it looked he looked like, like it he, really... he... Because
1: he was so small, I think he had to work so stiff. And that's why I asked Craig about it, but I wanted to see like, is he really that stiff? I mean, if you're that small, you've got to still make a name for yourself. You still yeah. got to pop him one, you know? Yeah.
0: Now, is that the guy who's in the lobby right now? Yeah. Is someone? I, okay,
1: I didn't know who that was. I yeah. There's a. I mean, he's very polite, and I like. I wasn't sure it was him either, but then I asked him. It it actually is, in fact, Tumtum. So
0: this is this is Tumtum number four. This is this is the kid that's just way past his prime. Let me see the the actor's name here. Uh... Uh of tum tum if you want to get him in I'll, all right i'll, I'll bring I'll, him in. i'll vamp a bit while i look up the actor's name because that'd be really unprofessional if i if i don't know Well, his scott name.
1: here he is i hope you uh it's very good to meet you mr
0: james paul rosk the second
1: thank you for having me it's quite a pleasure to be here on the curtain jerks podcast
0: it's i see here on your imdb uh james you also go by jp rosk the second Yes indeed a quite an acronym if you will or initials now i i, I want to make sure i'm pronouncing it right you haven't corrected me it's r o e s k e that
1: is how you spell it how do you pronounce it Rosk? roski oh Roski. roski 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 uh
0: james paul roski the second um who was the, your father was the first
1: no 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 um, <laughs> i had a brother who died he grew up to the ripe age of 35 and he died. And then my parents had me and named me the same.
0: I, I'm, a, I'm laughing at something earlier. I assure you, I'm not laughing at the fact that your brother died. That would be, That would be incredibly insulting. No, no,
1: no. I like to think of it as I'm a carbon copy of him.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yes, my parents told me as such. I had a brother. He had my name. He died. And I am the representation of him. Now, for the listeners at home, I let me just... Uh, Apex Twin had a similar situation. Apex Twin? Yes, the artist, the multi-technicultural artist. <laughs> well, please explain. Well, Richard D. James is the DJ known as Apex Twin. Uh-huh. On one of his album covers is a grave that says Richard D. James. Uh-huh. His parents had a child and named it Richard D. James. <laughs> uh-huh. It died. <laughs>
0: Again, I'm laughing at something from earlier. I assure you, it's not having to do with any of these dead brothers. Certainly. Uh, if I could describe... Would you like me to finish the story? Oh, I thought you were done, (laughs) dead brother. I'm sorry. Please go on.
1: After he died... Yes? My parents had another child. His parents had another child. Goodness, our stories are so similar, it's almost as if they gave us the same name.
0: And they named him Richard D. James. Uh Uh-huh. He's the second one. Oh, okay. So they just named him the same name. Uh, that makes sense. I, I understand now. And then they just added a two at the end. Ruski. Oh, Ruski. Uh, the second. The second. Now... What are my first two names? Uh, uh, James Fall.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to hear someone say it. I always appreciate a good audience. JP,
0: uh... Yes, Scott and Hopper, to, Steve Sears. To describe for the listener at home, you are dressed very eccentrically. Yes, it was a character choice. Well, I mean right now, I don't mean in the film. I mean right now. Oh, you, these old things? Yeah, well, they do very vintage as as uh wrestling announcer Michael Cole would say, it's a sort of Shakespearean outfit that you have and you you have a a handkerchief that as you speak, you tend to twirl it around as to gesticulate what it is you're talking about. Is
1: this distracting?
0: No, it's, it's hypnotizing. Perhaps you should have... I should
1: take off this smiley face mask and put on my sad face mask. Well,
0: I see you're doing some Comedia dell'arte Arte for us. Thank you. Uh well... My
1: body is my instrument.
0: That's why I look so stiff. <laughs> well, that's what we want to ask you about, TomTom. Tom, that, uh... The character but of please, Tom Please,
1: Scott, it was just a character very long ago. I'm
0: sorry. Sometimes I just get so wrapped up, I call people by their character names. We have John I, Morrison on the show. I
1: think I know where you're headed next.
0: Well, You'd like
1: me to say one of my titular lines from the film?
0: Please, if you could, yes. Uh,
1: <clears throat> Why do you keep hitting your face with my feet?
0: That was one of the lines in the
1: film. Oh, thank you, thank you. An artist, <laughs> often I feel like a people... Uh, Will hate
0: to relive their great performances. I have no shame in it. Well, it's nice. You know, I, I saw you at Comic Con. Did was, you?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> exclusive comic.
0: But I hadn't. I hadn't seen the film yet, so I felt awkward in walking up to you. And and Steve already knew you from auditions and stuff like that. Um. Oh, is he here? Uh, yes, he he is here. Uh. I don't know where he's gone to. I feel awkward just being in the room alone with you.
1: Oh, uh, you seem to be sweating. Allow me to get that for you.
0: Thank you for dabbing uh, me off with your handkerchief. Oh,
1: I'll dab you off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's a bit of an acting joke. Well,
0: do you you still keep up with martial arts now? Oh, indeed. Do you see these incredible skills? You, (laughs) you, for the listeners at home, you threw your handkerchief up in the air, waited for it to drop slowly... And punched it. Yes, yes. Very dynamic. Uh, take that, Dana White. <laughs> Dana? You got a problem with uh, mixed martial arts in the UFC? Huh, certainly not. I just know that I would
1: dominate if ever invited to perform.
0: Really? Uh, well, I think they, they say fights. I don't know if they Pardon? say invited to perform. I'll take any date, any theater that'll have me. It's not a theater, it's an actual fighting competition,
1: indeed, sir, indeed, what a wonderful, wonderful presentation.
0: What a grand production the u f c uh well james i i it seems like you're a little out of touch with reality and what's what's happening these days. hold on, I'm getting a page you <laughs> have I have like a, a th- small
1: little boy with a scroll here <laughs> <laughs> uh. yes, yes, <laughs> no. Absolutely. (laughs) Certainly not. Indeed. He's reading reading the scroll.
0: He's reading the scroll um, and responding to it. The boy is saying nothing, and uh, the boy has rolled up the scroll, and what has been offered to you? I just have to put my signet and have my seal on this. Have you been offered another acting role? Is there another Three Ninjas movie in the making? No, 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 no.
1: It was a request from the CAA Talent Agency to stop
0: submitting. Ah, oh, I see. Well, I I'd be the our listeners would just be furious with me if I didn't ask how was it working with Hulk Hogan?
1: Ah. Terry Bolea It was all right.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh that was James Paul Roski the 2nd.
1: See you in the pictures.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I, Steve, thanks for bringing him in. I don't audition that much anymore, so I don't get to meet all these people. Yeah, sorry, I hid behind his chair the whole time. What did you guys audition for together? What you guys met at an audition? What did was you guys... a Nerf commercial? <laughs> Who got it?
1: I, neither of us apparently. Neither so, of you. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I had it on lock, but I met him in the uh, I met him in the audition room, and I was like, hey, you look like Tom.
0: <laughs> and uh, if you were twenty five years older,
1: <laughs> yeah, and just always <laughs> wearing a cape. Well, okay, so he ba- kind of looks like a flavorful Dracula. Does that make
0: sense? <laughs> yes, sadly it does. Well, so back to the film, <laughs> <laughs> and I use that term very incorrectly. Uh, fights ensue left and right. There's Wild West stunt show fights where the the Wild West show is happening, and then nin- ninjas show up, and then. The, these other guys are fighting, and the crowd just loves it. They're bored with the show. Otherwise, they think it's a piece uh, of shit.
1: D- Dave Dragon gets captured, and then all these kids are saying, like— and, Oh, and he takes the wig off. That's not permanent. Like, Yeah, he takes the wig he's off. He's Hulk to... Hogan bald. Oh, we... does he take the wig off at the end to do all the— No, he takes the wig off, and then he puts when it back on. he's done with the show. Yeah, but then when he goes back out to do some more fighting, he puts the wig back
0: on. Yeah, then he lives the lie again. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's weird to— The lie, Scott? He's a hero. Well, it's so weird that why doesn't Hulk Hogan put on a wig like that? Then when he wrestles, because wrestling's real, it's people that are fake. That's true. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Um, so, f- yeah, fights galore. They they fight there. They fight. Um uh, they, they fight, they uh, infiltrate the, the control room because the control, oh, room Oh,
1: Hogan has a pretty cool fight. And inside of the center of a roller coaster,
0: not like the roller coaster is
1: a planet and he's fighting <laughs> in the center of it, just fighting in inside of, in between the tracks.
0: Yes. He's fighting in between the tracks. He's He fights in the, in the control center for the park. Mm-hmm. Um, he fights some guys and then there's a, one of my favorite moments is when they pin him down after a little bit, um, they roll him over so Lonnie Anderson can talk to him. And one of the henchmen doesn't grab his free arm when they roll him over. And Hogan just doesn't really do anything about it. But you see the henchman, the actor, legitimately like, oh shit, and grab his arm when second, Hogan yeah. could have just decked everybody and gotten out of the way.
1: I would like, I'm a big fa- proponent of wrestlers either playing themselves in movies, mm-hmm. like to the extent of Hulk Hogan being in Gremlins. Mm-hmm. The Gremlins too, Gremlins, gremlins 2. 2, the new batch. The new batch. Uh, I would rather, like, if instead of him just fighting gremlins or yelling in, at the gremlins in the projection booth, mm-hmm. I would love for Hulk Hogan just to be, like I said, same as the chaperone, waiting in line at the <laughs> bank, taking a while, somebody gives him a little bit of guff, and he punches him in the face. Then he clotheslines him, and then legs drop him, leg drops <laughs> him, you know, off that little fucking, that little table where you sign your checks and fill out your deposit stuff. Yeah, the
0: little counter there.
1: The little counter. It's the same, like, any time a wrestler just perf- plays themselves. They can then rip off their jeans and their shirt, and they're wearing their gear, and then they solve crimes and beat people up. <laughs> Do you know how great that would be, Scott? How many movies would you go to see if wrestlers played themselves in movies?
0: Well, I hope for this one that it would be something like that, but this, not in this piece of shit. Like this, I, I would see many more movies if it were like that. That uh,
1: being said, I did like this more than Little Hercules.
0: Yes. Uh, although that has, that's such a train wreck. It did have that's its moments. more fun. Because that has – this doesn't have a lot of Hulk Hogan in it, nor does it have a lot of Jim Varney, which really would have saved it. Mm -hmm. Jim Varney and Hulk Hogan just – I would have watched them playing cards. They would have been great. (laughs) That would have been fucking awesome. But Mm -hmm. I don't think those two really got to do anything together on screen. No, I don't think so. Um, But Hulk Hogan and Lonnie Anderson sure had some uh, sexual tension between them. Yeah, they did. What's that? What your favorite part?
1: Well, there's this one part where Lonnie Anderson puts her like her knee-high boot and like on Hogan, and she's like, "Don't worry, blah 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 blah," and that's all the kids would be hearing anyway because they'd be like, whoa!
0: Yeah, because it's just pantyhose-covered tan leg mm-hmm. uh, pressed on him.
1: Um, it's like seeing Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns for the first time. It's mm-hmm. like, what is that doing in this kids' movie? It's like, well, they got to start somewhere. <laughs> objectify, 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 objectify. <laughs> Uh, and so throughout this movie, oh, you know what, actually, now that I think about it, I added it just a total fucking breakthrough. You imagine if Batman returns was like your first sort of exposure to any sort of sexualized imagery and it happens to be fucking Catwoman, this strong, sleek, fucking scary, sexy woman. Like if anything, I feel like that does more damage than good. It's like a super woman. It's like, yeah, sex is dangerous and terrifying.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that'd be like at all.
1: Just in high school, get
0: laid on the couch, waiting for pussy.
1: Waiting on oh. um,
0: in the film, how the could kids, you? I'm a woman. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. <laughs> hi <Hi-ya! laughs> The kids take everybody out. They they no matter if they have guns or not, because the bad guys don't use them. The bad guys don't do anything to the crowd. They don't sure well, there at is one don't...
1: there was one part that I think was cut out from the movie when Hogan escapes the roller coaster He's sort of climbing like Spider-Man, like up the roller coaster sort of girders. Yes. And all these guards. I should point out, uh, Hogan left the center where there was just full of people. There a hundred people. That are
0: disappointed in him for not doing anything because he's a TV action star. This is
1: actually said.
0: And a kid comes up and gives him shit. A yeah. A kid get, comes
1: up like, You're not going to do anything? I thought you were a hero, not a phony like my dad,
0: says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really thought he was going to say, <laughs> like, You're like a
1: phony just like my dad. <laughs> says that pauses there but anyway the guards are on top of the roller coaster shooting down at Hogan and they cut out the scene where all the hostages are getting shot behind Hogan as he's climbing up towards them.
0: Yeah, because they're he's firing down; mm-hmm. the, these are like eight, ten guys with machine guns are firing down, and that crowd is just getting pulverized. But oh, they, oh,
1: by the way, the cops are also and the FBI dad of the ninjas are waiting outside of the park. Also,
0: eventually they show up because the kids yell fire into a into a uh, walkie talkie into a walkie talkie that they find, and then everybody, all the police force, all the fire department, all the FBI shows up because the kid yelled fire. A kid yelled fire. Um, but if they said it was taken over by bad guys, they wouldn't come. That was their logic. They're so. going to
2: think we're talking jokes. Then yeah, They're going to think we're, we're messing with everybody. Yeah, what are you?
1: What? This is a restricted channel. Who the fuck are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping that they were going to recreate that part in Die Hard, which just like, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. And then throw a henchman with a ponytail on a cop car <laughs> that's dead. And then the cop car just barreling backwards and, and then goes down that slope yeah man, man to the sh- ocean we should watch Die Hard. we should and batman returns <laughs> uh so the kids take everybody out they 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 beat up jim varney they they stop everything uh spoiler 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 if you're listening to this you clearly didn't care about what happens in the movie uh Alani gets her money uh but the the kids stop her there's bombs that are diffused it's, it's really a confusing third act, all in all. Um, they use some scuba gear to
1: make a torpedo and then send a bomb into the ship that Lonnie Anderson and Ugg and the cousins have all escaped to. It's kind of like the end of Star Trek II.
0: Which blows up. They blow up a boat. No, wait. Star Trek Five. They blow up a ship, I should say. They blow up a big ship that Steve was able to decipher that it's not the same ship. It looks pretty similar no, they just to the use, ship in they the, the use, movie. They
1: use stock footage from another movie.
0: So, yeah, that happens, but Lonnie Andrews, they all get away. Everybody's fine. No one dies. That's the thing in this movie. No one dies. Everybody just gets hit by child fists that shouldn't do any damage, but it knocks them out, which is what bothers me. Like, well, TomTom tum- works stiff. Yeah, no matter it's how It's a movie. Stiff you you don't even need to work heavy. I can't. That, that's what never brought me into these Three Ninjas movies because the littlest one just never looks like he hurts anybody. It's like me beating people up. I would watch that. I think that'd be cool. What me beating people up? I'll, no, actually, to be honest, I'm gonna.
1: I guarantee you're gonna be in a movie, and I'm gonna have you beating people up.
0: God, you know, we should just put the the bug in everybody's ear right now. I mean, you hear how much we talk about movies. You hear us watch these things. You hear the connections we're starting to make with people. We should make a Curtain Jerks movie. Curtain Jerks the movie, or something a like Curtain Jerks movie, something like that. Because you know, angry video game nerd, he's got his movie that ties into his franchise and what he does. Clearly a film aficionado. We know people. We're in the town. Just putting it out there if you guys are interested in something like that. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a Kickstarter someday. Hey, maybe it'll be like that WrestleMania movie. (laughs) The WrestleMania movie? Yeah, that one they were shooting. Oh, No Holds Barred? No, no, no.
1: WrestleMania movie. Remember? No, what? They shot that uh, when they were in Seattle.
0: They sh- were shooting. Oh, they shot the
1: like footage for like a documentary. I thought they were shooting for
0: WrestleMania the movie. Oh, was what? What I always understood was they shot footage for like a documentary on WrestleMania, but it never came out. Or no, it that did. The, it was like a special story, feature that was
1: the story of WrestleMania from a couple of years ago.
0: No, it's like a it's a feature in a in a DVD.
1: That being said, I would pay money to go to the theater to watch a year long feud. Like if they made a compilation one, like leading up to a WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. like Cena and Punk would be awesome. Like going showcasing Punk and his journey going up to Money in the Bank and to their rematch at SummerSlam. That'd be awesome. It would be cool. That being said, I'd make a Curtain Jerks movie.
0: Well, I think we can make a better one than this one. Because, granted, they brought the story back together. Because in the final fight sequence, the ninjas had to learn to fight in the dark, which, because Lonnie Anderson shot out all the lights. And And so they they listened. They mm-hmm. could hear the ninjas they coming. They focused after, again, swinging at nothing and running into things and almost falling off of ledges. Yeah, it's because a, a lot of kids did not get punched in this movie. <laughs> so they, they focus, and it all comes to fruition. So now they're uber ninjas because they can fight in the dark. Goober we, ninjas. We can do that. We can make a better movie than Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. We can turn a dollar for these f- studios. Man, you're really
1: fired up about making a curtain jerk's movie. Yeah, because
0: when we have to sit here and watch these piece of shit movies for these get jerked episodes, they're just terrible. All right. We we watch. I mean, we watch for you guys. Hopefully, you find enjoyment amongst it. And what the fuck is Hogan tearing through on this cover? That's the poster. He's tearing through the DVD cover. All right. Well. I wanted to. I thought this was funny that we we look at some of the um the stuff here for the uh the trivia. All right, so we're gonna go to the IMDb page and we're gonna read some trivia here. Um, Elich Gardens, where the movie was filmed, was completely remodeled for shooting. Although the park and ride signs were changed for the movie, in a few places, the real signs for the rides and parks are in the background. <laughs> This is Elitch Gardens. Oh. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, isn't that the
1: uh, Lord of the Dead, uh, Lord of the Undead in Warcraft? I have three? no idea.
0: do no, uh, th- think of the Leech King. This was indeed Victor Wong's last film. That's in trivia. Oh, That's man. not a good thing. I love Victor Wong. I, why didn't they put that in the bummer category? <laughs> the only three ninjas film without narration from the boys at the beginning and end. Max Elliott Slade was supposed to play Colt in this film, but went back to school instead. Oh, man. Max Elliott
1: Slade. uh Well, that's kind of that was that's that's a shame.
0: This is the only three ninjas film to where the main antagonist is a woman. Hmm.
1: Because they're growing up. Um, Interesting. If you think about it, because uh Rocky is now trying to get some money so he can get his uh car once he gets his learner's permit so if you think about it it's really about rocky's sort of uh not sexual awakening but understanding of gender and a new (laughs) paradigm shift
0: victor wong thought this was the best out of all the three ninjas movies because the boy's character developed deeper i wonder if it's an actual quote i hope those weren't his last words that's what i hope it
1: sounds like it was his last text Uh, this was the best one of all
0: yeah uh, and despite the long line of stunt people for this movie, all of the actually, all of the actors actually did some of their stunts. This is true. Uh, when it wasn't an Asian guy wearing a wig. So yes, and you know what? We got a quote from Tum Tum a little bit earlier, uh, but here's here's some other famous quotes from this film. Rocky says, "It's no good. We need a three prong outlet." Oh, that's true. Uh, classic. Remember when that happened? Yep um i do yeah it's it's towards the end when they're trying to do no 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 explanations oh okay i'm sorry i'm sorry Um, i think a lot of these stand better on their own (laughs) um all right uh jessica says tum tum i made your favorite bacon lettuce tomato bologna ham and swiss cheese sandwich and tum tum says no thanks mom i'm not Not hungry hungry.
1: (laughs) who could forget
0: oh man that was a big sandwich Uh, let me
1: see if i can remember one i think it's What's wrong with your brother? Huh,
0: nothing. He just gets a terminal case of the stupids when he's around Julia. Yep, that was one. And not a quote, when the gigantic fat cousin, the Bray Wyatt cousin, screams at a uh, at the kid that you play in the movie, like the pompous... There's a pompous, very narrow, blonde ki- blonde-haired kid. Yeah, when he yells at him in line, who's this kid's been a dick the whole movie, he pees himself. Now, normally when you see... Uh, someone pee themselves in a movie they cut to the ankle like around where the ankle is and you see dripping pee from the ankle uh, like pant leg down to the floor something like that or maybe it's a wide shot of you seeing the urine just fill the front area not in this movie not with little kids no 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 you zoom in right in on the crotch and show it getting wet and it's not just wet
1: fabric at one point you see airborne fluid
0: yes yes twice. Yeah, and then they cut to
1: reactions and then they cut back to the fluid. So uncomfortable. What's the guy's line?
0: Dude. You peed your pants.
1: <laughs> Actually, that's a great fucking line. It is.
0: It's this is such a weird movie. They have all that stuff. They have ninja kids fighting.
1: I you know what the vibe is I get from this movie it was uh like Bible Camp okayed film. Like this one was like there's the same production yes. team that did Bible Man or Christ child or the golden child. <laughs> uh,
0: it's yeah, it's really, it's really something else. The fight scenes are interesting. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's bad. It uh, is bad. It was enjoyable. I had a fun time watching it. I had a fun time watching it, but it's bad. Like I got this for, for free from a borders for free. Yeah. I had, remember before I went on the ship? Oh I had, yeah. You got that like treasure a, chest. I had like a $70 gift card. And it turns out I just found a gift card and then I went there for a borders that was closing and I went, oh, man, everything's gone because everything is gone. And I go, oh, wrestling stuff. There's always wrestling. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's when you get it. Wrestling stuff on
1: clearance is the best.
0: So this was one of the things I got. This was and this was free. And yet I'm still perturbed.
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh, I actually remember watching a bit of this movie alone on cable once. And I'm so glad I didn't watch all of it because then I got to enjoy it with you, Scott. These are. Uh, any of these get yes. jerked movies are a thousand upon a thousand times better if you watch them with a friend.
0: Yes, th- that is absolutely true. So. You know, we watch this. We we still have more stuff to watch. If there's ever anything that you think we need to watch. Any requests, let us know. Uh, please let us know. Email us, curtandjerks at gmail.com. And if there's something that you want to send us, maybe you have some gem, some VHS tape or some DVD of some movie that some you're aware Some weird 15-second clip of some woman just getting brutally murdered. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> well, keep that to yourself. But, you know, we talked about doing the Marina thon we don't have Marine number three, and we both not wanted to pull the trigger on buying it. I have Marine one and two from this border sale, but if you want to send us Marine three because you want us to do the marine that badly, contact us, CurtainJerks at gmail.com, and maybe, maybe we'll do a marine Steve is wincing and making faces like he doesn't want to do it. That's like nine hours. That is nine hours all right sounds fun it'd be pretty bad yeah so three ninjas high noon at mega mountain steve final verdict uh
1: hey we watched it for you
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes but your your thoughts on the no that can be in quotes so they can put that on the dv <laughs> on the blu-ray release would you would you uh, recommend for any listeners who's like oh man I, I heard what you guys talked about this is for diehard
1: hulk hogan fans or people who feel like they have to complete their three ninjas experience <laughs>
0: Uh, I would say, listeners, I hope we did enough for you in the episode that you don't have to endure this, that you don't have to watch it, but maybe if you uh, have a group of friends and just want to watch something just terrible with a wrestler in it, this will fit the bill. Yep. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. Absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash
1: Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with us. I look stupid. Hey. You look pretty
0: classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash curtain jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the
1: time. We We tweet at breakfast. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast.
0: Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is Massively important. Listen to Curtain Jerks on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. All free. Rate and review us on iTunes. Makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge. Yes, that's huge. It makes us a global phenomenon.